that third failure in a row, did you think, I need to pack this in? Never. Imagination is more important than knowledge. Hey, it's Tristan Larson, host of the Progressing Humanity podcast. And in this episode, I want to talk about some networking strategies I was telling my co-founder about the other day, you probably have never heard of before. And my co-founder, Alexa, is going to this event in Dubai, and he hasn't done very much networking. He asked me, Tristan, I know you've been to many different networking events. You met lots of people networking. Lots of your closest friends are from networking. What strategies can I use while I'm there? And I shared with him a couple different things that are pretty useful for you. And specifically, these are strategies that I've used to uh, get my, my closest two friends are from uh, events, and they happen to be the host of events. And my strategy has been pretty much uh, landing the hosts at events and you know befriending them. And typically, the hosts of events are the most well-connected people there. And obviously, I don't mean to sound this, make this sound like a, a transactional thing. Um, because at the end of the day, these are humans and a lot of these people are now my closest friends. Um, but when you're networking, most people's goals, okay, I want to walk away with this, with some type of new status, some type of new connection who can benefit me and my, my business or whatever I'm working on. Like at the end of the day, that's really what you're after it. You're what you're really after when you're networking you can kind of pretend otherwise, but that's really kind of everyone's goal, maybe subconsciously. Now, networking events are pretty much all about status. It's almost like going to a club, but for business people. When you're going to an event, there's the one person or the couple people who are speaking in the middle of a bunch of groups, and then there's the people standing on the sides, and you kind of know just by looking around the room, because humans are great at this, you can just look up or look around the room and immediately know who the highest status people there are. And you can tell who the lowest status people are by how they look, by how they talk, by how they're responding to the person who's speaking in the group. And there's a couple things you want to avoid. So the first thing you want to avoid is there's that person who's speaking in the group, who, who's, who's the loudest talker, and who's doing the majority of the talking. And you want to, number one, avoid being someone who's listening to that speaker and interjecting on that speaker and relating to their story or trying to one-up their story. That immediately puts you in a beta position because the any person who is uh, responding to another person uh, and responding to a specific thing that they said is in the beta position in a conversation. Now, what you want to do instead is you want to ask questions that get them to think bigger. When you get into those groups and there's a person who's telling a story about whatever the story's about or talking about whatever they accomplished, instead of going ahead and saying, wow, that's awesome, man, or saying something like, you know, um, I have a similar story and then telling your story similar to their story, you don't avoid that. Instead, what you want to do is a person speaking for the majority of the time that most people are listening to is perceived as the highest status person, right? So what you want to do is you want to ask that person questions specifically that get them to think bigger. And I'll give you an example of this. So I was going to a networking event where one of my friends, uh, one of my closest friends, who's also an investor in uh, my company, 
was, uh, was there and it was his event. He was the host. Now, we walk in the, the room and we immediately walk up to him. And I'm introduced to him. And, you know, it's like, whatever, hi. And then he continues to talk. And as he's talking, I start asking him questions. And I'm asking him questions like, you know, uh, I, you could probably do this. So, so this is, before I even ask a question, he was talking about how much revenue his company was doing for that month. And most people would say, wow, dude, that's amazing. What I did instead is I was like, okay, that, that's awesome. Um, what could you do to get to $10 million a month? Like, that's a question I asked. He was like, yeah, we're doing like 1.5 this month. And I, I asked him, like, what do you think would need to happen and get to, a, uh, you know, $10 million a month? And, you know, he's like, you know, he starts talking about it. He starts thinking about it. And then, you know, I, I gave him a suggestion. I was like, you know, one thing you could do is you, you could implement some software, which could increase your valuation. Have you thought about implementing some type of software into what you're doing? And then, you know, he paused and he's like, oh, you know, I, I haven't thought about doing that. I was like, okay, gotcha. Well, what type of software would you build? He's like, um, well, you know, we could probably do this. And like now what's happening is I'm actually providing value to the host. I'm getting the host to think bigger. And high status people, what they do not want is they don't want someone who's going to sit there and uh, be a super agreeable person. The more successful someone is, the more yes men they have around them or yes women they have around them. And what you don't want to do is you don't want to be a yes person. Instead, you want to challenge people who are high status. And you don't want to challenge people in, in an aggressive way or in a, in a debate way. You want to challenge their thinking by asking them questions, by making them think, by providing them with value. The number one way you can influence people and you can win friends with the, mo with, with the highest status people when you're networking is by finding the highest status people, which is almost always the host. The host is almost always the highest status person at an event unless there's someone who's like a celebrity in your niche. And if there's a celebrity in your niche, then the same rules really apply. And the, the strategy is to provide value, to ask questions, to get them to think bigger, to, to get them to see you as someone who is not like another yes man, like all these other people who's super impressed by them. But instead of being impressed by them, be lightly impressed and challenge them and get them to think bigger. Because as soon as I say, okay, that's awesome. You know, what would need to happen for you to make 10 million a month? I'm immediately seen as being someone who thinks big and maybe thinks bigger than them. And then when I can actually give some advice or my thoughts on how they could do $10 million a month, now I'm seen as, wow, this, there's this person who's super high value. Whereas all these other people, when I'm telling my story about how much money I'm making, what they're saying is, wow, that's amazing, dude. Like, how did you do it? Like, could I have some advice? Like, this is my challenges. Like, what, what advice do you have for me? Whereas if you're now providing value to them, you're going to be the person who's now the highest status person there. And a lot, my friends are the highest, it just ironically happens to be that my four closest friends, half of which are investors in my company, were hosts at networking events and are also the highest status people in their circles. And I happen through networking for literally every single one of them, all four of them, been able to do this.
So that's the, that's the one uh, tip for networking. From a more tactical standpoint, what I suggest you do is go to those circles, walk to those circles, and when you walk to those circles, the person who's speaking in the middle of the group, it's, it's best if you can get an introduction. So if you can have someone who you go to the networking event with and they can introduce you to other people when you're, when you're in groups with other people or even if you're on one-on-one. And the, the best one-on-ones and the best groups are when you're introduced by someone you already know. If you don't already know someone, then just find the host and start talking to the host and ask the host questions and build value to the host like while they're alone or while they're in a group with other people and talk to other people, you can do it that way if you know who the host is or at least find the host. And if you do that and you you start talking to the host and the host relates to you the most because they're one of the highest status people there, what will then happen is if you start walking around the room with the host, the host will start to introduce you to other people and you'll be in, you'll be in groups with other people with the host and then you can do the same thing when you're in these groups. The people that the host introduce you to ask questions that get them to think bigger, give them suggestions, provide value, be genuinely interested in what they're saying, not in a, not in a fake way. People can spot fakeness from a mile away, have genuine curiosity about that person, get them to think bigger, provide value. That's a general principle. Find the host at the beginning of the event. If you don't know who the host is or you can't find the host for some reason, find people who are speaking in groups and, and do that within the group. Hope this was valuable. I know this was super tactical. Let me know if you want to see more content like this. Uh, I'm Tristan Larson, host of the Progressing Humanity podcast. Hopefully what I just shared with you is one step that can help you progress humanity. And uh, follow me on Instagram at suited. And if you're in the crypto space, download my software, blockum.io, which is a crypto scam blocker. Our mission is to bring a billion people to Web3 by eliminating the $14 billion crypto scam problem. And once Web3 has billions of users, will be the, the de facto security for Web3, at least that's the mission. Anyway, thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.